another thing to think about when we're thinking, okay, this is a complicated process. Where do I start? Right? So if you don't have an attorney, or if you're really in the early stages of even thinking about this, which is great, and I'm glad you found us, but start small, right? Maybe start with the basics. You know, do you have a bank account? Does it have a beneficiary on it? If it doesn't, it's probably a good idea to put a beneficiary on it. Okay, so that if something happened to you, it would go to that beneficiary simply and easily. Do you have a will? Do you have a durable power of attorney? Do you have a healthcare directive? So those are three real simple documents and basic documents that everybody should have in order to have anything down really, right? So that the estate plan can function at least generally. And you can start with those documents and add to it, right? You can start with a will, maybe down the road you could do a trust, You are listening to the Legacy Talk podcast hosted by James A. Jones, attorney at law and founder of Sound Legacy Law, PLLC in Tacoma. Attorney Jones is here to talk about how to best protect your family, assets, and wealth. Pulling stories from his more than 20 years of helping families and business owners protect their assets, create their estate plans, preserve their wealth, and plan for the future. Nobody wants to think about estate planning, but life has a way of sneaking up on you. And at any moment, something unexpected could happen that will leave you regretting not having acted sooner. So join attorney James A. Jones in the Legacy Talk podcast and together learn how to plan for your future today and have peace of mind tomorrow. Welcome to Legacy Talk. I'm your host, James Jones. I'm an estate planning and probate attorney from Tacoma, Washington. I've been practicing for over 20 years, and my main practice areas are estate planning, probate, and estate administration. On Legacy Talk, we discuss topics surrounding families and estates. Estate planning is often a confusing and complicated topic, but my goal with this podcast is to make it understandable and accessible to the people who need it. So if this is something that interests you, I'd appreciate it if you'd click the subscribe button and like this episode so that you can follow along with us as we break down the barriers to estate planning. I'm excited to get to today's episode. Today's topic is the it's too complicated barrier, dispelling the belief that estate planning is overwhelmingly complex so that you know how easy it can be to create your estate plan. So on today's show, we're talking about the it's too complicated barrier dispelling the belief that estate planning is overwhelmingly complex. So let's get to it. One of the most misunderstood parts of creating an estate plan is that it's too complicated, that it takes an inordinate amount of time to think of all the different scenarios that might happen to you and plan for them, that you have to have multiple meetings with lawyers over months or years to get it done. While it's important to ponder and consider who you put in control of your estate or durable power of attorney or who's guardian of your kids, once you have that information, you're pretty much ready to go. My clients are more often than not surprised at how easy the process of creating an estate plan can be. While there isn't an easy button for estate planning, if you do it right and work with the right people, it can seem like that there is. So you may be asking, James, is it really that easy to create an estate plan? And I've talked about long-term thinking, and we've talked about documents on this podcast. We really haven't talked about the process that I go through, really, with my clients to 
take their idea or vision of their estate plan and put it into reality, into documents that work legally and protect their interests and kids and assets and all of those things. So to start with this section of the podcast, I wanted to go through my process so you can sort of get an idea of what it's like when you come to see me or most lawyers will have a similar process probably. But if you came to see me, this is the process that you'd have. So at my office, it always starts with setting an appointment and you'll talk to Anna or Carlos and they'll schedule an appointment to meet with me or a consultant in my office. And they'll give you information as to what you need to bring to that meeting. And we meet via phone or via Zoom or in person. And Anna or Carlos will send you a questionnaire to fill out that goes through what your assets are, everybody's names in your family, all the key players. And it asks you questions like to ponder, like who's going to be in charge if you're not around? Like who would be your executor or your trustee? Who would be guardians of your kids? It also talks about how do you want to give your estate away? So do you want to give it all to your kids? Do you want to create different percentages? Do you want to make charitable contributions? Do you have any kids with special needs or beneficiaries with special needs that might need a different attention or different planning? So it all it goes through all those kinds of situations. And it's not necessarily that you pick those people right then, but it sort of gets your mind thinking about the things that you need to know. Okay. And once that questionnaire is filled out, we have you send it in usually or bring it in with you to the meeting. And in that console, the first thing we go over is the questionnaire. And the reason that we take assets and things like that, we start with assets typically is because we want to see what planning needs to be done with, done with regard to estate taxes and assets that need special treatment. Okay. We've talked about this a lot. Washington has a very low estate tax, so we want to make sure that we plan properly for it. So we go through the questionnaire and then we present options that might fit your situation. You know, usually it's, is your base document going to be a will or is it going to be a trust or is it going to be a will and a trust and limited liability companies or, you know, there's all kinds of different scenarios. Irrevocable trusts fit in sometimes. So we go through all those options and we pick the one that makes the most sense for you. You decide which one you want to do and which way you'd like to go. And we go whichever way you want to go, of course. And then the next step is we draft everything. And that process is typically about three to four weeks. And during that process, you know, we make sure we have all the information or as much of it as we can get in that first meeting. If we don't, then we reach out. We have some emails or phone calls to sort of go over that additional information that we might need to create your plan. And then once the drafting's done, we review your documents. And there's a couple of different ways to do this. We Sometimes you want to see them in your own home, right? We email them to you. You can read through the documents sort of get familiar with them. And I'm not saying we send them to you to be able to understand every word because they're long and they're thick and they're complicated and there's legalese in there. But the general sections of those documents are pretty understandable, like where things go, who's in charge. Those kinds of things are very clear in the documents. There's a lot of boilerplate that talks about how a trustee or an executor might act and that stuff's required to have in there typically so that they don't have any issues dealing with an estate administration process. But you don't have to understand every last piece of tax law or 
you know, statutory estate administration law to understand what's going on with your estate. If you don't want to look at them yourself, we do also, when you come in after they're drafted, we do go through all the high points of the documents, explain those things, make sure that the questions that you have are answered so that when you're taking the time to review and sign these documents that you know, at least generally what they say, you know, the key high points that matter to your family and to you, we go through all that stuff. So you don't have to worry about it. And then once everything is signed, we provide the roadmap for the next steps. If it's a will plan, you typically put it in your file cabinet or put it in your fireproof box or refrigerator or whatever. You put it in a safe place and there's not much more to do. If you do a trust plan where you, in order to make the trust function the way it's supposed to, you have to fund it. And so we help you through that process. We provide the roadmap, we provide letters and documentation and checklists and all kinds of things. And the one thing that we do that I think is really good and one of the key pieces of or points of emphasis that I have for my clients and with the cases that we do and the plans that we do, we want to make sure that that plan works, right? We want to make sure that the estate plan that we put in place accomplishes your goals and isn't overly complicated and that the administration side, you know, when you're gone is clear. Okay. And simple, as simple as we can make it. Okay. And if that's a trust, we want to make sure that we're helping you get those assets into the trust so that there's nothing out of the trust that might cause a probate later. And so that's a key point of emphasis with me and my firm. We're going to help you through that whole process. We're going to answer questions. I tell people, you know, we're going to answer any question you have. If you give us a call in five or 10 or 20 years and have a question, Hey James, what does this provision in my trust mean again? We're going to take that call and we're going to give you the answer. We're not going to bill you for it. Okay. Because that kind of stuff happens and, and learning curve on the back end on this estate planning stuff, but we anticipate questions. So we want to be there to give that service that, that you deserve as a client. And so that's basically the process. Okay. So we go through all that stuff. We get the plan laid out. We draft the plan. We present it to you and review it, sign it, all those things, and then help you accomplish it basically. So providing that roadmap is important. And, you know, there's certain barriers, of course, and this is sometimes a barrier that is too complicated. And that process seems pretty straightforward to me. And I would think most people think it's straightforward. But there's some other things that we want to do to make sure that you understand as a client of mine, or if you're dealing with a friend or family or a parent or somebody like that, that we make this process as easy as we can for you. So we want to educate you. We want to provide materials. If you've got additional questions, I've written a book on estate planning in Washington. I've got multiple articles and points of research and, and information that I can provide to you. We break down the complex topics, right? You may have noticed this. You know, I, I'm wearing a t-shirt here today. I'm not wearing a button-down shirt with a tie. <laughs> I try not to wear a tie when I can help it. I'm pretty down to earth and we're going to talk to you like you're a normal person and we're not going to use words that you're not going to understand, right? 
we want to be normal and use plain language. Okay. Like I've mentioned before, most of my clients, I don't know that I've ever met a client that's had estate planning research as a hobby of theirs. And so you're hiring me to simplify this and to make it straightforward or any other, other attorney you're hiring to do that. But just understand that when you talk to me or people in my office, they're going to be straight. Okay. They're going to be plain language and normal and friendly. And we give everybody a personalized approach. Okay. So everybody's plan is a little different. Everybody's family's situation is different. We have big families, small families, no families, estranged families, you know, all those things. And everybody has a different situation there. And there's parts and pieces that can intermingle, but there's oftentimes things that are going to be custom designed for the client. Okay. And we tailor those plans to everyone's individual needs and goals and make it clear that everybody's unique. Okay. So just because we're going and doing the same thing doesn't mean we're doing it the same way. Okay. And the thing that we want to emphasize too is using professional to help you with your plan is the best option. And I'm biased as a professional that helps people with estate plans as an attorney that helps people with an estate plan. I'm biased because I want you to use me because that's my livelihood, but it does make it a lot easier. Okay. We know the questions to ask. We've seen a lot of different scenarios. I've been doing this over 20 years and we carry you through that process, guide you through that process, hold your hand through the process. Okay. And if there's an issue, you know, we'll help you through it. Okay. We'll answer questions. We'll point you to resources that will make you be able to research stuff on your own. If that's the kind of person that you are and guide you through that whole process. And the other thing to think about when we're thinking, okay, this is a complicated process. Where do I start? Right? So if you don't have an attorney, if you're really in the early stages of even thinking about this, which is great, and I'm glad you found us, but start small, right? Maybe start with the basics. You know, do you have a bank account? Does it have a beneficiary on it? If it doesn't, it's probably a good idea to put a beneficiary on it. Okay. So that if something happened to you, it would go to that beneficiary simply and easily. Do you have a will? Do you have a durable power of attorney? Do you have a healthcare directive? So those are three real simple documents and basic documents that everybody should have in order to have anything down really, right? So that the estate plan can function at least generally. And you can start with those documents and add to it, right? You can start with a will, maybe down the road, you could do a trust. And in an episode previous to this, I talked about a family that came in with one kid and they did a simple will. A few years later, they came in with three kids and they upgraded to a trust. A few years later, they came into the office with another kid, even added more to the trust <laughs> documentation wise. So it's a living thing. It can move and breathe with you and can change with you as your family changes, as your situation changes. So, but the important thing is to start, okay? And if all it is is to start on some basic stuff with bank beneficiary designations or putting a beneficiary on your 401k or IRA, you know, those things are positive steps, okay? And in speaking of steps, you wanna break it down into steps, right? We wanna make sure that we have a roadmap, okay? And, you know, start with this or this, Really, that's kind of where you want to be, right? Sort of organize yourself. And working with a professional helps. 
right? Particularly how I've just mentioned how we deal with it in our office is we have a step-by-step process to sort of get this case along and your plan along so that you can go back to worrying about things that you want to worry about, not what happens if you're not around. Okay. And so, you know, once you get your estate plan in place, we want to review it regularly. We don't want to make it so it's not really a set and forget. Okay. Because things like family dynamics change, you may have additional children. You may have kids that grow up. Most of us do. You may have estranged children. You may have gotten divorced, had a friend die or a child die or a parent die or, you know, things like that need to be reviewed. And so, you know, while you get it all set up and it's it's in place, you want to make sure you're monitoring it. Okay. And so, you know, we emphasize that as well, that we want to monitor these plans regularly every two to three years, at least, or major life events. We want to take a look at it, make sure it's still the way we want it. And so that's pretty much it. It's not that hard to get started. Okay. And if you're working with a professional, it makes it just that much easier. And so, you know, I don't have a particular story for this episode, the specific, because I do so many plans, you know, and there, there's so many different clients, but for the majority of my clients, the key players in your plan is the most important thing to get sort of in your mind. Okay. And it's easy to get those key players typically with guidance. Okay. So there's some of us that don't have a large family or they don't have a big friend group, or they just don't have people that they trust or can trust in their lives to play those roles. But for the most part, people do. So, and the roles I'm talking about are things like being an executor on an estate. If you're not able to a trustee of a trust, whoever's in charge of that process of administering the trust or an estate guardians for the kids, things like that. Most people can come up with those key players. They're their siblings or their friends or, you know, parents sometimes for younger couples, aunts, uncles, nieces, nephews, all those kinds of things. Okay. And if you know those things, getting the plan in place is pretty straightforward. And, you know, I've had people come in like emergency situations and this is not too irregular. You know, we've done estate plans in a day for people that are having a major medical procedure or they just found out that they might be dying soon. You know, if there's an emergency situation or it's the first time a a couple has been away from their kids on a long vacation. Those kind of plans can be done pretty quick. For, in ex- exigent circumstances, they can be done really fast. So like I said, we've done them in less than a day, you know, and given people that peace of mind. And I was thinking this week, like, well, do I have a specific example of, you know, this easy process? And I really don't just because the vast majority of estate plans that we do are pretty straightforward and are pretty easy to do, you know, and I can see that overwhelm can become part of the process for people that aren't sure about it. But if you're listening to this podcast, you're ahead, right? You're ahead of 90 plus percent of people that are dealing or thinking about an estate. Okay. But this week, just this week, um, Wednesday, I think I met with a couple, we did an estate plan for them. It was a revocable trust plan and they had two kids One was a kid from a previous marriage who was an adult, and one was a minor child. We set up a plan to provide for both of them to have an equal distribution, despite some 
you know, specific requests that might go to one or the other. Everything turned out to be equal. And the husband commented multiple times as to how easy it was. Like it was a three meeting deal. You know, they met with my consultant. We met with them for a question and answer period. And then we signed the documents and there was probably a month, three to four week period of time before from start to finish. And there wasn't a ton of legwork on their part. And there's going to be a little now to fund the trust, but we're going to be there for them. We're going to walk them through it. And so they were happy. They were appreciative. They got that box checked, you know, as the wife was walking out, she said, man, we were thinking of doing this all year. And I said, well, you met that goal, right? You met that goal. And so with the new year coming around, it's the perfect time to think of it. Do we have this on our agenda to get our estate planning done or updated? Do we have it on our agenda? Is that one of our goals? And that's something to think about if you're thinking of making goals for next year. This should be on top of the list, particularly if you have a family that you want to protect or an estate that's needs planning. Okay. And when you provide the details regarding those key players, right? Back to that. If you can provide us those key details, we can carry this thing for you the rest of the way and make the document drafting and preparation and all that stuff something that you don't even notice, right? You look at them, you review them, you sign them, but when that's over, you're done, okay? And you're not doing a ton of legwork during the process, and we help you through the back end. So that's it. That's our episode for today. I thank you for listening to today's episode of Legacy Talk. If you liked today's episode and would like to learn more, please like this episode and subscribe for more content. I've been your host, James Jones, to your legacy. Thank you for listening to the Legacy Talk podcast by attorney James A. Jones. If you found today's episode helpful, we ask that you like and follow us on all major platforms so you don't miss out on the latest episode. If you have questions for Attorney Jones, reach out at info at joneslegacylaw.com or visit our website at joneslegacylaw.com. Join us again next week for another episode of the Legacy Talk podcast.